Welcome to the Diving Pod. I'm Heath Calhoun. And I'm Aaron Rooney. This podcast is brought to you by Sideline Scout, the best in video replay in diving. So make sure you get over to sidelinescout.com. Get hooked up with Poolside Live at a minimum. It is your video replay system and absolute essential on every pool deck. As well as our Diving 101 episode, that is number two of the Diving Pod. It's been uh, very helpful for parents or newbies just learning how to score this sport. Yep, and then our other sponsor, Crossbar. Um, you can go to divingpod.com and check out um, what they have set up for us. Um, we are able to edit pretty much everything on that site. It's definitely geared more for club teams to be able to set up your registration, your insurance, your signups. Super great customer service, people to work with. They've been amazing throughout the process. Please get over, check them out, consider switching uh, your club or your organization to using them. They've been great. Um, and then most importantly, Aaron and I are running our first ever official diving pod diving clinic here at Clarion. That's going to be June 7th to the 9th. Um, come over. Aaron and I will be coaching it. If we get a lot of signups, we might add a couple extra coaches in there. We might have a guest appearance from someone that will be exciting for. Um, it'll just be a great opportunity to get to meet some of the people that listen to the podcast and you get to see us coach. For some of you that have been down to Moss Farms, you've never really seen us get a chance to coach. And that's great because our role there is different and we're excited to get the opportunity to coach you guys. So go on to divingpod.com and you can sign up right on the website. Uh, without further ado, uh, we are actually going to just review the results from Doha, the world recent world championships, um, and just kind of give our takeaways. We're just going to kind of hit the medalists. If there's something we want to touch on or shout out anything, we'll just kind of throw that out there. Um, and then at the very end of this episode, we are actually going to, if we got to be in charge of the U.S. Olympic team, we are going to tell you who we would put on the team. Um, and then we'll ask in the comments or in the uh Comments on Instagram for you to tell us who, but without further ado, Aaron, we're just going to jump through and um, start with women's one meter and work our way down. If you're good with that. Yeah, that sounds great. All right. So our world champion from Australia was Alicia Coley. I'm not sure if I'm getting that last name right or wrong. Uh, silver medal was Grace Reed and bronze medal was Maha from Florida. So any takeaways here, um, Haley Hernandez and Allison Gibson did final, but go ahead. Yeah, I admittedly, I didn't watch much of the men's or women's one meter just because I know it's currently not an Olympic event. So, um, you know, the time difference for watching these events was pretty aggressive. Uh, I think most of these finals or some of the semifinals at least started at like 1 a.m. my time. So yeah. I was not waking up to uh, watch those. But um, no, I mean, I would like to see one meter in the Olympics. I think there's enough variability in the lists, especially on the men's side now. Uh, but um, yeah, really not a ton of takeaways as far as the women's one meter goes. Um, yeah. Always nice to see a couple of USA members in the finals. Yeah. And I thought it was pretty cool getting to see Maha. Um, she did awesome. She won the prelims and um, she probably should have won the world championship. She just missed her back one and a half pike. Um, and we get to interview her next week so i'm really excited to get to talk to her about her experience but now we're gonna hit um, women's three meter with china taking the top two spots followed by uh suji kim from korea um with our highest placing finisher sarah bacon getting fifth what were your takeaways here rooney you know it was interesting um in my opinion chen yuen is a little bit better of the chinese divers and uh yanni chang kind of took it to her it was pretty dang cool 
I look at her list and the big standout was 305B. She hit it first 75 points, which is absolutely ridiculous. Um, not that uh, Chen Yuen dove poorly. She still scored 336 on five dives, which is super impressive. Um, Madison Keeney, obviously doing big things there in fourth place from Australia with that double out. She only hit it for 61. So looking to improve there in the future. But um, Sarah Bacon, she looked unbelievable. She looked yeah. so good. She looked in control. She looked fantastic. You know, once she got through 305B, I said to myself, man, if she can get two good hurdles on 107 and 5152, like she's going to be right up there. And of course, I jinxed it to myself. Uh, she got a good hurdle on 107. It looks like she just kind of squeezed the pike a little too long, went over, and um, it really showed in her score. Uh, obviously, that one, she only got 35.65, but uh, every other dive, 63, 58, 5, 72, 73. So she was absolutely on fire, just missed one dive. I truly believe. And just like kind of anybody, when you get to this level, if you're in the top five in the world, if you hit all of your dives, you're going to have a really good shot at meddling. And uh, I actually think, um, I think Chen Yuen was off just enough where I think Sarah actually would have beat her. So unfortunate with that 107, but really, really impressive stuff and gets me excited for yeah. what's to come. Yeah, I agree. Big shout out to Aranza went and secured their spot for Mexico because she did not have the best world championships the year before in Japan. Um, so yeah, I just thought that was a fun event to watch. Like you had mentioned there, you're kind of hitting it all. You were able to watch a lot of this. Um, yeah. Women's 10 meter, China taking the top two spots, followed by Andrea from Great Britain. And she was like, I think she might have been a bigger story than the Chinese divers. Like she looked good. Very, very, very good. Yeah, she impressed me. I remember sending a text to you as I was watching, like, man, this Andrea gal from Great Britain, she looks fantastic. So um, I previously have said on the podcast that I think that third place is going to come down to um, Kaylee McKay from Canada and maybe even Delaney Schnell from the United States. But this uh, this Andrea gal, like, she's absolutely mm -hmm. in the mix. And uh, that's going to be a really fun battle to watch. Yeah. I do think that China's probably – going to take one and two here unless something crazy happens. Uh, but that battle for third is it's going to be really, really entertaining and yeah. uh, kind of a, a, a dog fight, I guess. Yeah, I agree. Um, Elsa from Louisville. She knows for the Netherlands secured her spot. I think we should give her a shout out as well as Melissa Wu kind of, I don't think she's been training crazy, crazy intently over the last four years, but she's back at it. Final got Australia a spot and just kind of, showing everybody she still got it and don't forget about her um women's three meter synchro china taking the top spot australia with madison keeney and annabelle smith uh, and then great britain scarlet and yasmine um were able to get the bronze with krista and ali i i mean allison. i'm gonna kind of allison. Yeah, allison yeah you got Let's yelled get at that right no, i don't want to get yelled at um i thought they that was a big takeaway for me the last time this partnership or this pair was put together at an international meet, Allison said that it didn't go how they intended and how they had hoped. So for them to go there, and I think there's still better diving in them and to be two points off a medal, that got me really excited for what's to come with that showdown with cooking bacon and trials in a couple months. Um, I thought that was the big takeaway for me with this event. What about you? Yeah, I'm excited to watch all that go down. And also, I just want to give a shout out to Allison. She has a great video on her Instagram of how Olympic spots work. So <clears throat> essentially, um, each country needs to fill their quota spots. If they don't 
fill those quota spots. They don't get to represent their country at the Olympic Games. And she explains this in the video, and it's very, very well done. So I encourage you to go check that out as well. And then, obviously, we all know once we fill those quota spots, basically that gives our country a spot to compete at trials to fill those spots. So it's no guarantee that Krista and Allison will be our representatives uh, in Paris. It could be a different synchro team, mm -hmm. but they secured the spot for Team USA. And that was, I mean, there's some pressure there. You know, yeah. we didn't have it before. And the way it works is if, I believe if you're in the top three, you're in. So once you're in the top three, then they kind of go down that order. And if there were any duplicate teams, like we know China was a duplicate team, then they go down to the next one. You know, I don't know which number they stop at. Um, it could be six, you know, it could be eight, but um, that's just, it was nice to fill that quota spot. Uh, and I think they just did a phenomenal job. And I'm always a fan of seeing that double out in the synchro competition. Agreed. Agreed. Um, women's 10 meter synchro China in the top spot, people's Republic of Korea, which I think that country had a really good showing for diving at this world championships On platform um, for sure. Yeah. Like they had a good showing, which I thought was really cool to see um, great Britain getting the bronze medal. Um, and then we had Canada in six. I'm just trying to hit some of the, and then Delaney and Jess in eighth. And we know from Jess post that she kind of was having some injury concerns going into this event. Um, so maybe not how they necessarily wanted to show in this event, but this isn't the goal for them. The goal for them is a couple months from now. So, but, um, what were your thoughts and takeaways here? Yeah. I mean, nice to see them get some more international experience to yep. be honest. Um, yeah, really not a whole lot other than that from this event for me. Awesome. And then now we're going to get into the men's meets followed by the mixed synchro events and the team event, uh, men's one meter Osmar winning the gold medal, um, Australia's diver, Sheehan Lee from Australia and then Ross Haslam from Great Britain are rounding out the medalists um, on one meter with Lyle was our only finalist um, for Team USA placing ninth um, and this was the only event where there I, I could be wrong I don't I might misspeak where China had an entry and didn't win the gold medal is that correct Rooney I think it could be yeah it might be <laughs> and uh, they're the Chinese never placed 11th um, so my takeaway here, it was cool seeing Curtis Matthews back in action. Um, yep. That was really fun getting sixth. Um, cool to see him back. But it was nice to see Osmar kind of get his time to shine without maybe being a little bit overshadowed by the Chinese divers, in my opinion. Yeah, I love watching that kid dive. I mean, he is so charismatic. He's got so much swag on the pool deck. I mean, it just, I like everything about the kid. Plus he's a Joe Burrow fan and I'm a Joe Burrow fan. Yeah. He's, he's a superstar. I hope, um, I hope that he can kind of threaten those Chinese men on three meter as well. Yeah. Cause I just love watching him dive. Yep. And then uh, you, you just let in perfectly China getting the top two spots for the men's three meter followed by Osmar. And there's a big gap. I mean, there is yeah. levels and there's kind of those top three, then there's other people, and it's yeah. pretty cool to see. Um, my boy, Felipe Uribe, getting fourth, which I was super pumped about. I've been telling you about him for like a year and a half, and he yes. did not not have a good world championships last year, and this year just looked awesome, placing fourth. Um, trying to see what else Lu was Luis, Luis Felipe Uribe Bermudez. Yep. So I, we could be saying the wrong two names. We, we 
truly could be. I don't know which, uh, which I'm just going to be saying there. I'm just going off what Luna tells me to say since she's from Colombia and what his Instagram go. handle is. Perfect. So I'll, I'll blame Luna, but, um, my takeaway, it was not a good event for team USA. Um, and I give Grayson a little bit more of, um, like leeway since it was his first international meet and basically his second meet back from retirement. Um, but it was not a strong event for us on team USA side. What are your takeaways and thoughts? Yeah. I mean, we, um, yeah, I, I think that'll, that'll come to play a little bit later when we talk about if we were to select our Olympic team, mm -hmm. I think, uh, I mean, I'm definitely going to pick a couple of different divers to represent us. I just think it's a degree of difficulty issue. Uh, not necessarily a consistency thing. I mean, Tyler Downs specifically, he's incredibly consistent. I don't think yep. anybody would argue that. Yeah. Uh, the, DD, the DD just isn't quite there. You know, 107B, 205B, 405B, 305B. You know, his twisters are absolutely good enough with uh, reverse yeah. twister and double out. But at the same time, you know, you look at those guys in the top three. None of them do. Oh, excuse me. They all have two different twisters. One of them does triple out. One of them does reverse two and a half, one and a half. Osmar does bigger full in front three and a half full twist. And then only one of those guys in the top three does a double out. And that's, I would yeah. say their lowest twister. So yeah. it's a, it's a combination. We need, we need consistency. I'm not denying that, but we also need some degree of difficulty. And uh, when you don't have it and you're forced to get eights, eight and a half nines, that's really hard to rely on. Yeah. Especially yeah. at international competitions when we do have the Chinese in it. And it, it just, to me, it seems like they're the ones getting eight and a half, nines, nine and a half. And everybody else just is not, I, I don't know, not capable is not the right term. But when we're going head to head, it's almost like, man, we're just capped at an eight. Well, what about something as simple as this to like, instead of saying we're captain eight, like we just don't look like the people that are getting eight and a half nines, tens, you know what I mean? Like right. if you, if you're getting stacked up against, you know, cause that's what you're doing. You're getting stacked up against everybody else in the world, the best divers in the world. And there's just some little things that other people do better and that's okay. But yeah, so I think you touched on it. So for our listeners, there was a, a good uh, heated debate in our coaches Facebook group that we're all a part of. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And uh, we are going to be working to try to bring two different sides to debate if Olympic trials should be cumulative or if it should be structured the same as international meets in the Olympics. So we're trying to get two people that we think can represent both sides well and respectfully. Um, and I think that can lead to a pretty fun conversation and dialogue. Um, but we're going to jump to men's the other, 10 meter. Go ahead, Rooney. The, other, the last thing I'll say is I did get a little like saddened, I guess, after seeing both Chinese and Osmar dive the way they did. I don't know that we have anybody in our country that can dethrone one of those three. No. So I think yeah. taking home a medal in the men's three meter competition individually, man, that is a really tall order. I just can't see it, which again, it just makes me sad, but that's the facts. That's just kind of the truth. That's what I'm seeing right now. You're going to need to score 500 points yep. at the international level to be bronze medalist. And it's like, man, it's asking a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. You're going to have to be 500. If you're not 500, you're, you pretty much don't have a chance. Because at, that, at that, this that, point, that's what it looks like, yeah. Well, because keep in mind, like, 
that collection of men that dove doesn't include Jack Law because he did not have a good prelims. Oh, yeah. It doesn't include uh, Daniel Goodfellow from Great Britain. Like, there are some some studs that were not in the mix. True. Um, so that's going to be super interesting just to see how it plays out. Um, for men's 10 meter China with the top two spots again, followed by Alexi from Ukraine, who he just keeps getting better and he's only 18. So I'm really excited to continue to see his progression. Um, trying to see who else kind of jumps out to us. Brandon getting eighth. I thought that was awesome. I thought seeing him kind of come back secured one of our spots. And we believe that Josh secured the other spot with his 19th place finish, but we are not a hundred percent certain of that. We're pretty sure though. Is that correct? Yeah, when we do pick our team later, we're going to assume that we have that spot. So, yep. Cool. Uh, but yeah, the the process is still out on that one. Yeah, and and I think another thing too is China had two men kind of come out of it seemed like come out of retirement, one for 3 meter springboard and one for 10 meter. Um with the two other representatives that had been re- representing them previous world championships they served as the synchro partner. So I'll be really interested to see how that kind of plays out. Um, but it's pretty wild to know that if everybody's on, China has the three best tower and three best springboard divers in the world. It's crazy to see multiple 100-point dives in the same list. Yeah, right. I mean, his 626B was just under 100 at 99.75. Yeah. And he did 207B for 102 and 109C for 107. I mean, it's just, that's crazy. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's wild what is needed to be elite and in some of these events now. Um, men's three meter springboard, um, synchro, China with the top spot, Italy taking the silver, and Spain taking the bronze with America placing ninth, ninth. with Andrew and Quinn, which I think is an interesting story within itself. Knowing and you kind of speculated this not on air, but kind of in a private group that you had thought he was injured. And then after the event had transpired, we were kind of got confirmation from that. Um, Talk about Andrew. Yep. Yeah. Andrew. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. I mean, so you'll hear later um, why I was okay with this, to be honest. Um, It was an interesting way to go about it. I can see both sides where, you know, if you're, if you're injured, maybe give that spot up for somebody else when we can actually, you know, do something in a competitive nature. But at the same time, um, I really love that for an experience building uh, opportunity for Quinn. I don't know that Quinn's ever been on an international meet like this. I could be wrong, but um, I think, I think that gave Quinn kind of the taste of that international stage and, and he no, looked I'm, good. I'm I thought he looked good. He, he looked fantastic. He really, yeah, really he did. Good. Quinn's yep. one of those guys where I know he has a rip. I know he has all the dives. If he can catch a hurdle six yeah. times in a row, I, good luck. I, I mean, he's dangerous. He is yep. so, so, so talented. Yep. So, um, yeah, I agree. So, jumping to men's synchro 10 meter, China with the top spot, Great Britain with Tom Daly and Noah Williams getting the silver, and then Ukraine getting the bronze. Um, I mean, this was probably one of our one of our weaker events um, with a really young team, though, with Carson and Josh, 19 and 17 years old, which is insane. And they had some good dives. It just kind of they just didn't have a good day. I mean, that's just kind of all yeah. it was. They just kind of had an off day. Um, and that's the only spot we think we did not get. Is that correct? Yeah. And I uh, I feel for these guys. Right. You know, yeah. we have a lot of pressure. We put a lot of pressure on these these yep. young men to come up with our Olympic quota spots and. I can't even imagine what they were thinking, feeling, whatever. But, um, 
you know, I, I did send out a, a text and I just said, man, I'd pick you guys 10 times out of 10. Yeah. And I, I think we sent the right team. I would, I would be thrilled if they represented us in Paris, just obviously maybe a, a, a kick when you're down, just not having the best day and putting extra pressure on yourself. But um, I don't think there's anything that they should hang their heads about. I'm super proud that they were able to represent the United States in Doha. And, um, you know, I, I just continue to support those guys. I, I love both yeah. of them. Yeah. Agreed. Um, Mick Synchro, Madison Keeney and the Australian team with first Italy and second and Korea in third with uh, Bridget O'Neill and no to getting seventh for team USA, which I thought was good. I thought it was good and very interesting considering I think they were like in the United States up till very shortly before they got there. Cause Bridget was still competing for Texas, which I think yeah, is incredible. She was, she was at their senior day and I texted you like, what the heck? Isn't she yeah. in mixed synchro? This is crazy. Yeah. Just wild. But, um, I just like looking at these mixed synchro events. I think they're really fun to kind of see the results. Um, anything you want to touch on for three meter mixed synchro or no? I uh, just wanted to check. Yeah. Madison Keeney and Dominic Bedgood from Australia doing double out. I think that's sick. I just, yep. I just love that dive, especially yep. when we get to see a female doing it. So, yep, absolutely. Um, mixed synchro 10 meter. And this was actually our, our highest finish or tied for our highest finish. Correct. Um, yeah. with, with Allison and Krista, um, China getting the top spot, people's Republic of Korea, second Mexico, third and Bailey, the team of Bailey Cranford and Tyler Wills, both two 18 year olds getting the fourth place spot and only by five points. Like they were just a little bit away from a medal with one massive, massive dive with their three. Yes. Yeah. Pretty sick. Pretty cool to see that three Oh seven come together and they hit it at the right time. So that was, that was awesome. Yeah. And I think, I mean, Everybody that listens to the podcast knows we are giant fans of Bailey. Um, it was I was really happy for her because I felt like she was diving on the international stage and she does not look out of place. And for her, that should have been a really big confidence booster, hopefully, going into trials. Yeah, no doubt. And then our team event, uh, Great Britain getting the top spot, followed by Mexico and then Australia with Team USA getting fifth. And that team consisted of Lyle, Brandon, Katrina Young, and Sarah Bacon. Um, what are your thoughts? You like the team event for the international meets? What are your thoughts, Rooney? I wish I watched it. Um, seeing Tom Daly back is just yeah impressive. I mean, that guy is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I like I said, I wish I would have watched it. Aranza diving well for Mexico. Mm -hmm. Again, the whole mess of people in Australia that are just names. I mean, there's yep. not not a weakness on that team. Um yeah, and the United States team, right? It's it's just fun to see yeah. the event come together. I hope this, again, gets introduced yeah, maybe agreed. even at an Olympic level. Um, and then, yeah, maybe we would see China if it did represent a medal like that. Yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, so I guess what are your takeaways specifically related to Team USA before we get into picking our team that we would send? What are your takeaways from this World Championships? I just, it's, it's a little disheartening. Um, I don't want to like rip on anybody, but at the same time, the diving in the world is really high level. And I want to say that we're at that level. I just don't know if I see it. You know, I mentioned the men's three meter meet, you know, I, I love Andrew and I think he is our absolute best chance for a medal, 
but 500 points internationally, man, that's going to take six of his best dives of his life all in yeah. a row. And, um, you know, I think about the other events where we, where we probably have a better chance, the women's three meter, whether it's Sarah or, you know, our second member, yeah. um, women's 10 meter with Delaney and then some of the synchro events. I think we, we definitely show the most prowess in synchro and then some of those women's individual events. But other than that, like the, the rest of the world just had in, you know, China is that two headed monster, right? Whatever individual yeah. event is on, I mean, they're probably going to go one, two, or at least be part of the yeah. conversation in a big way. So fighting for one medal essentially is the rest of the world. And at this moment in time, I just don't see us being that third place more frequently than Australia or Canada or yeah. Great Britain. Yeah. So a little saddened, but also like, let's go It's game time. Like now, now is when that work and that periodization and that, um, you know, that training cycle starts to trend, you know, for the summertime with trials and then ultimately the Olympics. And I think maybe some of that was in play here at Doha where, you know, it just didn't line up perfectly, which is fine. I'm, I am not upset really at all with what uh, the United States produced over in Doha, but um, it's, it's go time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think only those athletes and those coaches kind of know where they're at in their training cycles. Um, yeah. I, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think if someone says it, well, you don't need to say it again. So um, without further ado, we're going to pick <laughs> if we had a, if we had the power to pick our Olympic team, Aaron and I are just going to give you our opinions and um, maybe give you some of the rationalization behind why we're doing that. So I think Rooney, before we start, because we mentioned this before, like let's each say what our goal would be with our Olympic team. Like what is yeah, the stated goal with the team? So for me, my goal would be if it is an event where we believe we have someone that can contend for a medal, like the goal is to get a medal. Yeah. Like that is, that's my brain. The goal is to get a medal. If if there's only one person, then in my mind, the other is how do we build experience to make our team, Team USA, better in the future? That's what my okay. goal is for my cool. my selections. What is your yeah. goal for yours? I would say we are in alignment there. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think if I'm going to put my foot in my mouth and, and say something differently with my picks. But no, I think we're absolutely in alignment there. Number one priority for me is a medal. And that might not mean the most consistent diver. It might mean the diver with the highest ceiling. And if they catch lightning in a bottle, we're going to have a chance. And if they don't might not even make finals. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Cool. So what I'll let you pick, what event would you like to start with? Um, I'd say we just, I say we work, work from the lower levels up and we'll do, let's should we do synchro first and then individuals last. That sounds good to me. So let's go three meters synchro okay. and let's, uh, let's start with men or ladies. You pick. Let's start ladies first. Okay. Ladies first women's synchro three meter. There's in my opinion, two teams, um, that are really going to duke it out for that spot. It's, uh, Sarah Bacon, Cassidy cook, and then, um, Krista Palmer and Allison Gibson. For me, this is a tough one. I am a huge fan of both teams. Uh, I get to see, training more from uh, Cassidy and Sarah than the normal person because I'm in Minnesota and Sarah's here. And uh, so is Winbo Chen. 
But um, for me, it really comes down to that double out. And because of that, I would probably take Allison Gibson and Krista Palmer. I think both teams are right on that bubble of fourth, third, second in the world. Mm -hmm. So I don't think you can pick a bad team. Um, That's a tough one. I really want Sarah's dreams to come true of uh, making it to the Olympic games. I think she will individually. Um, And I I truly do love Cassidy cook, uh, but uh, yeah, my pick would be Allison and Krista for the women's three meter synchro. Um, yeah, I think all of your reasoning makes perfect sense to me. Um, and it's a, it really is a coin flip for me as well. So I think just to be contrary to you, I would go with, um, Sarah and Cassidy. And I think my re my reasoning would be, I think they're a little cleaner. I think yeah. they're a little bit prettier. Um, I, I agree with you a hundred percent. I think if you would have picked Sarah and Cassidy, I would have picked Krista and Allison. Um, but just so we have something a little bit different, um, I just think they're a little bit prettier. I think they represent what we're seeing bring home medals in women's synchro three meter at this moment. But I would love to, if if it is Krista and Allison, I would love to see them buck that trend and be throwing big dives and say, women, like we got to change it up. Like we got to keep pushing. So um, yeah. yeah, well, you want to go to men's synchro three meter now, sir? Yeah, why don't you go first this time and then we'll alternate. That sounds good to me. So um, for me, this one's pretty simple. I want to be sending Quinn and Andrew. Uh, I just think they represent the best opportunity for a medal. I think they do represent a legitimate opportunity for a medal as well. It is not a, hey, if everything goes right, I think those two men, if they're healthy, they're prepared. We know that Drew will have them prepared. We know that Drew knows what is needed to be done to bring home a medal. Um I think they rep- represent a very legitimate opportunity for a medal. So I would pick Quinn and Andrew. Yeah. And I'm not going to be contrary there. I'm going to absolutely yeah. agree with you. Uh, the other team in my head is uh, Greg Duncan and Tyler Downs. We've seen yep. what they can do and they're fantastic divers. But again, the triple out or triple in, whatever yeah. you want to call it with yeah. a one Oh nine, that is a huge difference maker on that international stage. And yeah. if you want to contend for a medal, I think you have to do, big dives like that. And, uh, Greg and Tyler are just not doing those dives. So that's why I'm going to go with Andrew and Quinn as well. And yeah, I think, uh, Drew will absolutely have them ready to roll. Um, just to backtrack for one quick moment. If, uh, if I would have picked first for women's, would you have picked the opposite to be contrary just so that way I kind of yeah, know okay. for sure. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. All right. For sure. Just, just a debate, just to, well, just to one of us has, yes, we got to give our listeners some reason, someone to be mad at. So that's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, women, women synchro women's, 10 meter. Women synchro 10 meter. Um, I mean, I feel like I have the easy pick here. I'm going to go Jess Barato and Delaney Schnell. Um, <laughs> I don't know that this is a controversial pick. I don't know that uh, there's a second pick that's you know, all that much better, but that's, that's my team. That's, that's for sure who I'm picking there. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't, you said it well, that's (laughs) what it should be. And that's, if we pick any, honestly, I'll, I'll say if we pick anyone, if anyone else goes, I'll be very disappointed because I think it's pretty obvious that they represent the best opportunity for a medal. So, um, all right, let's jump back down to the springboard. We're going to go with women's three meters. So I would, I would go first here. Correct. Yeah, why not? So I would pick Sarah. Um, 
For me, I would pick Sarah and Krista. Uh, okay. For me, Sarah, when she's on, represents our top female. She represents like the pinnacle of women's three meter diving right now for us in our country. And I would pick Krista because of the experience. She has brought home an individual medal. And I could be mistaken. Our listeners will definitely let us know if I'm wrong. She's our last individual medalist since David Badia, correct? So I'm not like, there's a lot to be said for that. Like, and I, that, that'd be the people I would pick. I would want them. I would feel really good about an opportunity to come home with a medal if we're sending Sarah and Krista. Cool. Yeah. And I, uh, so I'm going to agree with you on Sarah Bacon. I'm definitely taking Sarah as well, but I'm going to mix it up for that second spot. And I'm going to go with Allison Gibson. Um, I think Krista and Allison are incredibly similar. You know, they both do the bigger double out dive. They're mm-hmm. both not quite as clean as Sarah, um, but they're both very, very well deserving um, in terms of, of, you know, representing Team USA at the mm-hmm. Olympics. So yeah. I would not be upset either way if it was any of that combination. Um, the name that we're kind of leaving out, I guess, from that's been, you know, represented at international competition is, is Haley Hernandez. And Haley is a fantastic, uh, very, very good, consistent three meter diver. I thought it was interesting. She did not compete three meter. Yeah. In we Doha. didn't mention that. Yeah, we didn't I, I don't know why. Um, I don't Yeah. I can't comment or speculate on why the, the start sheet just said Haley Hernandez will not dive. And it was like, okay, yeah. sounds good. I guess she's not diving. So, but, um, yeah, I, I think Haley is an incredible diver. I think the cumulative aspect plays to her favor for sure. Because she just missed miss. very, very few dives. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be, you know, which two divers can beat her. And if they can't, she's going to go. Yeah. Uh, but in, in my opinion, I think, the combination of Sarah, Allison, Krista represent the best chance for United States to take home a medal. Yeah. And I think Haley in my mind is such a phenomenal diver, but unfortunately like we are seeing like the math for a medal is like, what is it like three twenty, three thirty for a woman and five dives with 2.8 degree of difficulty. That's really, really hard to do. Um, and so I think that it's, but she serves as like the perfect, I I think this word has like a negative connotation and I do not mean it as such is like a perfect gatekeeper. Like in order to get to that, that Olympic met like Olympic spot, like you got to beat her, like, cause she will not lose. Like you have to beat her. You have to be on for now. What would be two lists, um, with our setup. So yeah, it's not meant to be negative towards Haley. It's just meant to be, we believe those women serve as better opportunities for a medal. Um, yep. And I don't think that's that controversial to say that. I don't think that's that crazy to say that statement either. So yeah, uh, women's 10 meter and you have the, you can go ahead and pick your duo first, sir. Yeah. I'm going to go obviously with Delaney Schnell. She's my yeah. number one pick. Um, and then that second pick gets very interesting. Uh, I don't yeah. know if Jess Parado is doing individual. I don't know. Let's About let's assume that. she is not because she did not compete it at winters. So okay. let's go with she, let's assume she's not. So this is one of those opportunities where I see just growth and youth and the potential to gain some experience on that international level. Um, you know, names like Jordan Skilkin, Darren Wright, uh, Sophia McAfee, 
uh, Nika Agunbiade, Bailey Cranford, all of those names are floating around in my head. And because the way the lists are structured and who the people are and, you know, the opportunity for lightning in a bottle, as I mentioned earlier, I am actually going to put Bailey Cranford on my Olympic team. I think that uh, that 207 and the 307 are big enough and exciting enough where if she hits, you know, four dives before that 307 and then she does a killer 307, like, man, it's going to be really interesting. It's going to be really fun to watch. Um, maybe a, a hot take, you know, not necessarily the most consistent diver. Yeah. And, um, but at the same time, like, she kind of, brings my eyes to the screen you know you don't know what you're gonna get and it could be a crazy rip on 307 and there's not many women in the world that do that dive i'm signing up for that absolutely yeah um i agree with you on delaney and i i also agree with you on bailey uh, my answers would be the same i would also say this that the reason this would be my second answer for the second slot i would lean towards bailey because i am a big fan of watching her diving I would have no issue, and the other two names, and I will mention a junior diver this time as it, as it pertains to an Olympic list, is Anna Lemkin or maybe yeah. Darren Wright. Um, yep. And the reason why is because I believe sending any one of those three represents giving those young women an opportunity to prepare for the 2028 Olympics. Um, I don't know if Delaney will continue to dive. I hope she is. I love to watch her dive, but I think – uh, okay, this might make people mad. I don't think our number two women is going to represent an opportunity for a medal. So yeah. therefore, I yep. would err on the side of let's send someone we are very confident is going to be around in four years to give them this experience, to let them maybe develop into someone that can lead Team USA on this international stage and help young athletes. Like, hey, here's here's what I learned from, from my mistakes. Um, so, so my pick i would pick bailey because i cannot put anna on a on a graphic for us since she's a junior diver but like i would have no problem with anna lemkin darren wright um and and i think they represent those other two represent maybe more of our classic they fit the the model of what has done well in the olympics before where bailey represents like the outlier of outliers if she's on and that's america bailey represents america hell yeah (laughs) all right uh men's three meter men's three meter um i'm assuming we both have the same person at the top end uh, with andrew and then i i would pick quinn i believe quinn represents um the second best opportunity for a high finish i don't know if quinn necessarily represents an opportunity for a medal this year um but again same logic that we just went through with um this the number two spot for women's 10 meter get quinn that experience because I do believe Quinn will be our Andrew in four years. Quinn will be that top guy if he's still diving, doing the big dives, preparing, leading our men's three-meter synchro team, um, and just kind of continuing to pass that torch from Michael Hickson to Andrew Capobianco to Quinn. Um, So that would be my my two selections for men's three-meter. Cool. Yeah, I love it. Um, Yeah, a lot of different names I can say here. Obviously, Tyler Downs, ultra-consistent, even Greg Duncan, um, Grayson Campbell, Dylan Reed, all of these guys have a legit like chance to represent us. But um, it, as, as much as it pains me to do it, I am going to agree with you. I think Quinn is my number two guy. The other one I want to mention as well is uh, Jack Ryan. 
Um, and Lyle and Lyle Yost. I mean, both, both of those dudes are unbelievable on the one meter springboard. Um, but yeah, for me, my two guys are Andrew and Quinn on the individual side of men's three meter. I just, they, they have the, the dives needed to really make a run. And that to me is kind of overpowering some of the consistency concerns, I guess, for lack of a better word. So that's what I'm going with. All right. Men's 10 meters, sir. It is. You get to lead the way. This I actually think this is the hardest one. This is a really, really difficult one. And again, we are assuming that we have both spots that were secured by Brandon and Josh. So this is a really, really tough one for me um, because Brandon was just eighth at world championships. And I think Brandon is probably our most consistent tower diver. Um, as far as the United States goes, I'm going to put Brandon in my team. I don't think I would feel comfortable leaving Brando home. I just, I just, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't love it. So he's going to make my team. And then my last spot, it's, it's truly between Josh Hedberg and Carson Tyler. Um, other names in there, obviously Tyler Will, Zach Cooper, uh, Jordan Rezepka, Max Flory, all very capable. Maybe even Colin Zhang if he continues. Yeah. But um, I, I'm going to just double down on being president of the Carson Tyler fan club, and I'm going to put him in. Uh, obviously not the um, sinker list that he and Josh wanted at Doha, but, man, I just I believe so much in Carson Tyler. And I think, think they're going to figure it out and they're going to figure out how to compete and figure out how to do it at the highest level. He's always looked fantastic at the NCAAs, I guess the one year. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Carson and Brando there. Uh, Josh, uh, he, Josh might be our best tower diver in the country. And I, th- I, I mean, I actually would argue that he is, and yet he's not on my Olympic team. So an interesting pick there. I'm, I'm starting to like question, everything but uh i'm i'm just gonna stick with it i'm gonna go brando and carson so i will take josh um yeah i would i would send josh he i do believe he's our best 10 meter diver i do believe so here's, that here's my only pushback on josh and it's super unfair because he's young i just i haven't seen him do it at that international level really well all right ready here's my counter have we seen anyone that can bring home a medal on our men's 10 meter platform event since David nope. Budaya? So nope. I'm sending the young crew, Josh yeah, and Carson. That's fair. That's fair. Like to so me, you're leaving Brando home. I would, and it would be really hard. Like I, yeah. like it would be really, really hard because I think Brando represents probably our best opportunity for a finalist. I think. Yeah. I mean, you look at Brandon. You look at Max Flory with some experience. He semifinal last year at World Championships. Like, there's a lot of really good tower divers you mentioned yeah, colin zang zach like zach cooper jordan rezepka like this is it's the most exciting event men's 10 meters without question the most exciting event to watch and it's the hardest one for me to sit here and pick but if it's me i i would pick to send the team that i believe what did we say 19 and 17 years old so yes. carson carson and josh don't only represent a young team this year they represent an experienced team that would be what 23 and 21 in um excuse me in LA yep. and then 27 and 20 like we're talking about having an opportunity to send two young men 
that very well could represent us at the Olympics for two more cycles after this. Yep. Very Um, true. So I I think that would be really hard to leave Brando home because I I do believe he represents the most consistent. I mean, what just got eighth or ninth in the world. Um, But I, I, there's something about if, if I don't fully think we can go 500 plus at an international event, why not look and say, how do we gain more experience? Like, it just depends on what the goal is. And I think that's, that's my like final thought on this subject is like, it all reverts back to what the goal is. If my mindset is metal, if the, if the opportunity is present and we believe it's possible, I'm sending whoever represents that does not matter who it is to me. And then I would look to send people for experience to grow, to develop, to get the experience, to compete at that level. Now, if you take the approach of, I want the best possible finish from every single athlete, my, my picks would be very different would be. Yeah. And maybe that's a fun yeah, exercise. Maybe, maybe that's a fun exercise to do next time we do this. Cause we will do it again, probably right after NCAs is my assumption. Yeah. Maybe we pick the, the list that we believe would have the highest finishes and see if that changes. I think that could right. be really fun. Um, because my list would be draft. I think it would be draft. Like Haley Hernandez is there. Tyler Downs is there. Like the Brando is on there. Like yep. I'm, you can make a legit argument for Max Flory instead of either Josh or Carson. Like there's very, very different discussions to be had. If you want to just go with, I want to send the team that has the op that's not going to miss. I want to send the most consistent team because consistent and best opportunity for a medal are not always the same thing. Right. And in, in our country, unfortunately, I don't see those as the same thing, right? It'd be Correct. great. Correct. It, it'd be great if we had top amazing divers with high DD that were also consistent. Yep. But what I'm seeing in our country is you have either or. It's yep. not high DD and consistent. You have either or. And yep. um, that's kind of where I stack up when I pick my teams is, mm-hmm. you know, I I want those guys that have the highest ceiling and the girls that have the highest ceiling rather than the the highest floor. Cause sometimes that highest floor accompanies with some low degree of difficulty dives. Yeah. So I, I love the thought process on your synchro team. Um, but yeah, it'd be, it'd be really tough to leave Brando home. I think it'd be, your, yeah. your logic is super sound. It makes a lot of sense. Uh, it's just, that's the toughest event for sure. There's, there's going to be somebody left out yep. that, we can always be like, it. oh man, what if they were to, you know, hit at the yep. Olympics? They won't be there. Yep. So when I think the caveat too, and it's and it's unfortunate, is if we had the synchro men's 10 meter spot, I would have sent Brando because I would have we both I think would have probably picked right. Carson and Josh and they would have then right. been getting that experience. But that's not that's not what we believe is going to take place at this time. Um but yeah, I just I think Andrew and Tyler Downs are the perfect example of consistency versus like high ceiling. Yep. And and I think both are great divers. I would love to be the coach for either one of them. They are phenomenal athletes, phenomenal divers, for not phenomenal competitors. But I'm and it's interesting. You and I have talked about this. I don't know if we talked about it on air, but if I'm a coach at a big meet, I want the the Tyler Downs that's not gonna miss a dive ever. Yep. But as a, as a fan, as someone who's sending a team, it just, it all reverts back to me of what's the goal because best doesn't always mean most consistent. It might right. Delaney Schnell represents the best and the most <clears throat> consistent. Yes. Like 
I think and those typically, those athletes, those athletes that have both, those are the, are the ones that we're the most confident in yes. getting medals. That's your that's Sarah exactly Bacon. It. That's exactly that's it. your yes. Delaney Schnell. That's your women's three meter synchro team, whichever team it is. Yep. Those are the those are the people that we are happy with their consistency and their degree of difficulty. And of course, yeah, that's where we're the most likely to take home a medal. Yep. So, um, yeah, that's all I got for this one. I'm excited. I'm excited to perform this exercise numerous times and see how yeah. it changes, especially after NCAs. There's a lot of Olympic red shirts taking place. Um, and then as we prepare for Olympic trials. So, um, but without further ado, before we go, just a reminder, June 7th to the 9th, sign up for the clinic where it's going to get coached by Rooney and I, potentially some other coaches, um, if there's the need for them. Um, so if you have questions, email us, um, and Rooney will go through all that. But thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. If you're out there listening, hit us up on Instagram. We are at the diving pod. Tell us where we got all of our lists way wrong and which people you would have on your Olympic team. Um, our email is the diving pod at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up at uh, divingpod.itemorder.com. Oh, Bards, that's my family's business. Just hold on, time in. out, time out. Yep. Go back to item order, item order because you cut out. That was super bizarre. It's the first time that's oh, happened in, in like a year interesting. and a half. Yeah, okay, here we go. So, yes, online store through Cowing Robards. It's divingpod.itemorder.com. And then you enter dive pod at checkout for free shipping. So yeah, sorry about the technical difficulties there, but uh, we will see you next time.